Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I just uh, wanted to say uh, thank you to my family and uh, jazz organization um, and everybody that's here tonight, uh, today, I should say. Um, really just excited for the opportunity. Uh, to be, you know, amongst uh, the culture that the Jazz has already, you know, put in place, the foundations that are there, players that are already there. Uh, I just want to fit in as seamless, seamless as possible. I'm excited to play with Boyan and um, all the talented guys that we have. So um, we're looking forward to a special year um, with special people, and um, I'm just excited to get the opportunity going. First of all, I want to thank Jazz organization of, to have me in front of all of you. It's been a great, great free agency in, for, for all of us. So excited to be part of this organization and, and culture. And uh, one of the deepest roster right now in, uh, in the league. And uh, like I say, so, so excited uh, to be part of this. And I cannot wait to, to, to start a play for the for Jazz. Gordon, uh, that was two of the newest members of the Utah Jazz, Mike Conley and Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, they spoke at a press conference today with Justin Zanuck and uh, Dennis Lindsay as well. A split story of the day brought to you by uh, Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. I, I thought there were several interesting things to come out of today's press conference, but uh, I want to start here, Gordon. Mike Conley's enthusiasm uh, really came through I thought in in his words and uh, his he, he talked about it's it's almost like starting a new day at school yeah where he's, he's got that that fresh start and that enthusiasm and I, I thought that he really communicated that well today you know what I said when I first heard about that deal I think that Mike Conley will have the best year of his career under Quinn Snyder and I think Bogdanovich will do likewise Quinn Snyder is a master at helping these guys get open shots. And you give Bogdanovich open shots, he's going to make those shots, and he is going to make opponents pay. And Mike Conley, his record speaks for itself. I'm, 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 it's interesting to hear veterans with that kind of excitement and enthusiasm for a new project. And, uh, yeah, sometimes change is good. Sometimes change is good for careers. And it sounds like it has been for both of those. Right, for the from the player's perspective and I think from the franchise perspective. Uh, one interesting note, he said uh, he, he thinks he knows a lot about basketball, but every time he's talked to Quinn Snyder, he learns something new. And I'm excited to see... Uh, Who just, said that? Uh, Conley. Okay. So just kind of piggybacking off what you were talking about, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what that new maybe wrinkle with Quinn Snyder in his back pocket can be to Mike Conley's game. And then on the other side of it, I'm excited to see Quinn Snyder have a point guard the caliber of Mike Conley and with his abilities. I mean, it, it would seem that with uh, with uh, a brain like Coach Snyder's that the, the possibilities would, would really, really be exciting. And I, I've done this with, uh, a few times in the past couple months, Gordon, but harken back to how good the offense looked when George Hill was healthy and running it. And it was so good. And he was playing so well. And then that was just derailed. And George... You know, bless his heart, and I think he's done some really nice things. But I think Mike Conley is a much better player than George Hill, and so that that possibility seems really exciting to me. 
when you have a guy who's been in the league at what is it, Conley, like twelve years, eleven years, I believe, and he says he's learning new things just in casual conversations with Quinn Snyder. Yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy, he's got all kinds of opportunities for assists with this offense, and he will have scoring opportunities himself. He's going to have a big, big year. And uh, as I said, Bogdanovich will as well. These guys are going to be set up for success. And it's interesting. If they're set up for success, what does that do for everybody else? It's not like one of those situations where you go, oh, there's only one ball. If they have great success, then that's going to hurt the success of other players on the team. Not true. I think everyone's going to benefit in this, this, uh, as Quinn likes to say, in this connected uh, teamwork. Uh, Everyone wins. In that regard, and I don't know whether the numbers will be as high as far as scoring totals and that sort of thing, but the efficiency number—that's what I think is going to go up, because we know what happens when Bogdanovich gets open looks. Those catch and shoot, especially from the corner, 52%. I mean, that's just—that's just unbelievable when you think of that. And he's going to get a whole bunch of them. And I just think, you know, what Quinn Snyder has done with the offense over the past two years, Gordon, has mostly been smoke and mirrors. It's been manufactured uh, using their offense and different techniques and analytics and all that's poured into the way the Jazz have figured out a way to score baskets. Uh, I'm excited to see now fill that in with some talent. I mean, imagine uh, Quinn Snyder's offense um, with, with talented players at all corners that you absolutely have to respect. And it, it's it's going to make it incredibly interesting. In fact, I would encourage folks not to get too caught up in Mike Conley's assist numbers because most, just like Ricky Rubio's, they, those numbers might not budge a whole bunch. But it's how much does he open up by simply being him? Yeah. You know, if he can score twenty two points uh, a night, and you really have to respect him uh, like that, put it in the motion of Quinn Snyder's offense. And how many hockey assists is that guy generating? And All how right. many different things is he creating that might not go down as your traditional assist? Well, Think how many times Ricky Rubio was left open. Think how many times Derek Favors was left open. Think how many times Jay Crowder was left open. Now, if you have to guard those guys. If you have to guard those guys, then guess what that means? Look out. Somebody else is open. That means Rudy rolling to the basket is open. That means Donovan Mitchell has an open lane to to exploit. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun for Jazz fans. And some people might think we're overblowing this a little bit. We're not, man. I, I know the West is tough, and we'll get into that. But uh, this Jazz team, has, is, it has – I'm not saying it's perfect, but it has just the right people like you were talking about in the right spots to take advantage of what Quinn likes to do. I was talking to a big Jazz fan just yesterday, and the word that comes to my mind is fit. The fit is really, really good. It, just the roles that they're going to be asked to play and their ability to to uh, succeed in those roles, it's a really great fit. And I know we'll, we'll talk some other NBA stuff, but some other NBA teams out there, including the Lakers and the Clippers, are going to have to massage it a little bit to feel out whose role is exactly whose. The Jazz, there's, there's no question about it. Everybody's got their role. It's obvious to certainly Jazz fans and those of us who are looking at it, and it's a really good fit together. Now, the uh, the, the word Justin Zanuck used today was gel. There's some gelling that's going to happen, but I th- I think it's real minor. I Is don't he think... talking gel as in G-E-L or gel as J-E-L-L? J-E-L-L? Yeah. yeah as opposed about... to jail? 
J-A-I-L-G-E-L. I think gel right. versus J-E-L-L, gel. I heard it as G-E-L, gel. Oh, I think it's J-E-L-L. Okay. Because gel is just what you what guys like you put in your hair. And, I'm not a, and not gel, a gel. If you're gelling, then that would be like jello firming up in the fridge, right? Never quite thought about that, Gordon. And this oh. being Utah, Jake, it's got to be J E L L, which Green. I honestly didn't realize was uh, an actual word. Until Lime just gel. Right now. Uh, two two other words: R and R. These are the two most important words for the Jazz this year, this coming year. Rest and relaxation. No. Read, and recognition. Okay. Because for all the reasons you just talked about, if there are so many different options at the offensive end, Mike Conley makes a move and the defense responds and he reads that right and gets the ball where it should go. And then that second guy gets the ball where it should go. That, that's what it's going to come down to because everybody fits just like you talked about. So somebody's going to be open. So you got to get the ball to that guy. It's not like in the past where the Jazz worked hard to get the ball to the open guy and then the open guy missed. That's You're not going to see that happen nearly as much. No, there's, there's shots to be had for sure. I mean, Am I right about the gel and the gelling? I think so. Here's, here's your uh, definitions for gel. You ready? Set or become more solid. As in uh, of a liquid or semi-liquid substance. That's J-E-L-L. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, second definition, of a project or idea. Take a, a definite form or begin to work well. It's gel. J-E-L-L. Don't make the mistake again. Look up G-E-L. I, and what does that say? Let's see. Not the gel I put in my hair. Uh, a th- let's see. As a thick, clear, slightly sticky substance, especially one used in cosmetic or uh, medicinal products. Now, maybe Ricky Rubio used that stuff, but uh, I don't think that's going to be the word to describe the jazz offense. No, you're right. J-E-L-L. I just n- never thought about it. Well, now you have. Wow. I'm back for... 20 minutes and I've already learned something new. I love wow. this show. Isn't it just terrific? We need to bring back the Monson word of the day. <laughs> well, read in recognition. That, that's the real stuff. And have the guys know where to take the ball. And this is the first time some of these guys have done it together with their jazz teammates. But certainly the leftover jazz players, they know what this is about. The difference there being that when they pass the ball to a certain guy, everybody in the crowd is not going to go, Who could you be talking about? (laughs) Don't shoot! Actually, multiple people might uh, apply to that feeling. On the other hand, if you don't shoot an open shot, then that's worse than taking the shot and missing. Because then the offense gets all jammed up, and that's what happened on occasion. Were you snoozing, or were you a, a night owl on a Friday night when the news came down about Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? No, I found out first thing Saturday morning. Kind of funny that broke in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. I, but when I did find out about it, obviously I wasn't shocked that he's going to the Clippers. I was shocked that Paul George was a part of it. And I didn't see that coming. And that was really the root of why it was taking so long. Uh, it, it, Kawhi wasn't 
I think I wrote it. Uh, Kawhi wasn't dawdling. He was dealing. That's what he was doing. And he, and he got it done. And they because they, they, he wanted another star player on the team he went to. And, and by golly, they did it. And you talk about a team this offseason. We talk about the teams that benefited in the, uh, in the immediate for, uh, for themselves. Uh, the, the Thunder are the exact opposite. They got 13 first-round draft picks in the next six years or something like that. Of course, their team is nearly completely disassembled. Yeah, the Thunder were put in a, a really awkward uh, position, and I don't blame them actually for for doing what they what they did. They right, because able- because it was it's, it, they were trying to avoid the exact thing that you and I have talked about as being the worst thing that can happen to you. Is they do have a couple of nice players in there, but you don't want to be uh, 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 like uh, in that late lottery kind of uh, early playoff situation. So now they've built for the future. But this this whole thing with Paul George that, that and, and Kawhi Leonard, this tells you who has the power in the NBA. That, I think, is, is really the big overall story from this free yeah. agency period. Is that the, And give LeBron, by the way, credit for this because he started this movement really in motion years ago. But this has all been very player-driven. Give him um, credit or blame him. Well, it depends on which way you, yeah. you look at it, but he was kind of the one to, to flex this muscle. And Kawhi Leonard, um, I don't like the way he did it. I don't like that he, he switched agents to his uncle, which is kind of weird to me. But if you look at it, the guy got everything he wanted. Including, everything including he wanted. Including a championship. Including a championship. He ended up in the destination he wanted to go to. He ended up with a, a championship-ready roster to take over. I mean, he he got out of San Antonio. I mean, he got he got everything that he wanted. And, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, give him credit. But that's that's how – if you believe the reports, he called Kevin Durant and asked Kevin if he was wanting to go to the Clippers. Kevin said no, so – he had a super secret meeting with Paul George there in Southern California, and next thing you know, they're trying to figure out a way to get it done. And and you hit the nail right on the head. Kawhi was just waiting for the pieces to fall into place, and yeah. then he signs and uh, gets his perfect outcome. Uh, I know the Lakers kind of look uh, a fool in this situation, but he probably would have gone to the Lakers if the Clippers weren't able to surround him with the players that he wanted to be surrounded by. I feel bad for Toronto because it doesn't look like they were ever really considered, which was kind of my suspicion to begin I, with. I saw one report that uh, Kawhi was including in his – Various choices somehow getting Paul George to come to Toronto, and maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. Yeah, who knows? I but the point he, is that the players, the superstar player in the NBA, gets what he wants. I mean, that goes back. You said LeBron, Paul George did it to Indiana. Yep, he, and now he's doing it here. Kawhi Leonard has done it. He did it in San Antonio, and he's doing it again. Who else? Uh, Jimmy Butler pulled that off in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who else? Uh, I'm forgetting. Well, Jimmy basically orchestrated the sign-and-trade with Philly to make sure he went to Miami because that's where he wanted to go, and they didn't have the cap room to sign him with uh, outright as a free agent. So he pulled that string. The other thing that, uh, that Kawhi got in all this is he gets to go home. Which I think was a big priority for him. Yeah. And he wants exposure. He wants to play in L.A. He wants to play on that big stage. Not he got everything gonna, he wanted. Not that he's going to move to Riverside, I don't think. But Is that where he's from yeah. originally? Yeah. Have you been to Riverside? I have not. Is it nice? It's hot. 
But so you think he'll he'll have a little bit nicer zip code then? Mm, probably so. And Paul George is from Palmdale. That's where I went to drag racing school. What road do you take to get there, Gordo? You take the five. Ah. Um, but anyway, uh, these guys are have have a say, a heavy say in what takes place. I thought it was interesting that that the Thunder were so accommodating for for Paul George. See, I'm not because one they got. They got a really good haul for him. Well, they did. They did. But those they, five first round draft They picks. didn't have to trade him to the Clippers. No, they they didn't. But I mean, first of all, I I like uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I I think he's a nice player. I think that's a nice piece to go around along with those first round draft picks. Like that's that's a haul. But I I think you hit the nail on the head earlier in the segment. The the Thunder were in a terrible spot because they were an average team who was completely capped out and paying luxury tax for a team that wasn't going anywhere. And I think they proved that over the past two years that. They, so you don't think they were being, uh, they were trying to be beneficial to Paul George. They were looking to make themselves put themselves in a better situation. I think in a convenient, a convenient situation for them came along. Yeah, but I think if they is, rolled back the same team, they weren't going to get the payback certainly for their money, and they had to think about doing something. And maybe they didn't want to trade George. Maybe they Stephen Adams was the one they wanted to parlay. But once George comes to you and says, "This is what I want, and I'm not going to play for you anymore. I want to trade." Well, decision made. And now here's the latest that Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that uh, Russell Westbrook has told Oklahoma City that he welcomes the idea of uh, a trade. Yeah, he's going else. to either Miami or. Detroit or what was the other one, Austin? New York is the other one that uh, I've seen today. I thought there was another one in there. The the Heat, the Rockets, the Rockets. Yeah, can you imagine if he goes to the Rockets? No, the Rockets. Holy cow! I think the Rockets would be totally foolish to make that move. Well, I guess it, it actually it depends on what they had to give up. Yeah, I mean, but if they could give from out out from under Chris Paul. Uh, maybe you would consider doing that, but Westbrook's deal is huge, and it why is. would Oklahoma City ever do that? So I, another I don't, guy who wants to dominate the ball, right? And is making a zillion dollars in his thirties. So um, wild stuff, man. But the point is that if you're a superstar player in the NBA, you have the power because no team is going to keep you, as you said, Jake. If you don't want to play for them, right? They can't. They can't. And so they got to get rid of you. And if you have a particular team you want to go to, chances are they're going to cooperate. And there was a time in the NBA when that would not have been the case, but it certainly is now. I think players and agents figured it out along the way that they can flex their muscle and, and truly get what they want. I'm not, I'm not all that comfortable with it. I kind of like the old way myself. But this is this is how it is, and uh, you know we've seen the Jazz get really fortunate um, that Donovan Mitchell that they drafted well because that loss of Hayward really could have been catastrophic for the franchise because losing a player like that for nothing is is really hard, and it makes you look at what Gordon did in an even more negative light because yeah. it was so covert yes. he almost did it on purpose to hurt mm. the franchise. Whereas Thunder fans right now they may be a little sad that Paul George is going and maybe this run is coming to an end, but they have kickstarted into a rebuild where they're going to have assets coming out their ears and they're going to have options to turn it over quickly if they want to to rebuild it more slowly if they wanted to do that they've got all sorts of options in front of them. first round pick right between now and 26 
All right, we'll get to more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.